0: This is exactly right. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to walk. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? now horn.
1: Uh,
2: With Karen and Chris Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? I'm Karen Kilgareth I'm not Chris Fairbanks Here's an interesting twist to this week's episode Chris is not in the studio yet He lives on the west side He drives in very, very, uh Dizzy traffic. I was going to say thick traffic, but that seems dirty. Um, and so, oftentimes he'll leave. He'll leave himself a good fifty minutes to get to the east side of town. Well, anybody that has lived here for longer than six months knows that you need to book yourself at least a two-hour block of driving time if you want to get from Santa Monica to the east side of Los Angeles. So. He sent a message saying, "Karen, start the podcast without me. It'll be fascinating. It'll be a fascinating twist." <laughs> so, so I am the solo host right now. Hi, and we have a guest this week. She refuses to come on the air uh, early, so I'm going to tell you several stories from my childhood. <laughs> oh, None. No, our week. Our guest this week is April Richardson. That's right, old faithful. Uh, <laughs> she's our guest. She's our friend. Uh, she's Chris's co-host on your television show. Yes, we, you, you guys don't talk about this show enough. We never. Why would we? True TV's almost practical Genius. jokers. What's what that's called? <laughs> And Almost then you're genius. Your, your brothers and you pull
3: tricks yes. on people. Sadly, we don't do pranks, <laughs> which we should do. Nothing is
2: more lucrative than pranks. It's Pranks is where it's at. I think, yeah. I, like, hate pranks. I'm not interested in pranks in any way.
3: Which, as a kid, I did do some pranks, like, toilet papering people's houses or whatever. But the thing of, like, when people would do pranks on me, at school I would just be like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, I mean, like...
2: <laughs> Any yeah.
3: sort of... I don't know. I'm trying to think. I didn't go to high school in the 40s. I almost said, like, we'll be cushioned. And I'm like, I didn't go to high school in the 1940s. <laughs> but anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like yes. If it's,
2: or if you tried to sit down and somebody tried to move your chair. And
3: I just... Oh, like, that, that's that, not funny. No. That
2: happened to me in fifth grade. And it hurt really bad. Yeah. When I hit the ground, it hurt really bad. And then everyone in my class was like, ooh. And then everyone felt really bad. So it was this moment of, like, here's what I think it is. I think it's a... It's a young boyish energy of, like, we're going to sure. get him. Yeah. We're going to get that person, right? Right. But, but it's the short-sighted idea that this is, no matter what we think of, it's going to end in laughs. Where it's, like, oftentimes when it goes into, like, physically harming a person or deeply shaming them in front of everyone that they want to like them. Right. And especially in, like, when you're younger, when that all seems like it's in the balance. And then, then it just becomes this life or death, like... Horror, horror show. Who did it to you? What was their reaction? It was the boy who had a crush on me, oh. who I didn't like, and so he was, it was a little bit of like, now I'm going to be your your tormentor. Right. Um, which, it was a foolish, let's just say it was a foolish move on Simon Casey's part.
3: <laughs> well, I gotta say this, I had the foresight even as a child to punch up, because I pranked the shit <laughs> out of teachers. Sure, yes. That's for, for to do sure. It. Yes. But I never pranked other kids, really. Ah, that's a lie. I mean, like, again, I toilet paper, I rolled people's houses a few times,
2: but that's not, that's t- the dumbest prank of all time. That's just but like, I feel like, that's litter. not even a
3: prank because you don't have like the instant. Pay- when I think prank, it's like where you're standing watching where you do the thing and
2: then you're like, can't wait for your crazy response. You're right. That's the prank. Right. Like, I think, I'm trying to think, there was one prank that happened to me in college that I re- that was really funny to me. Because I took it as this huge compliment that they had pre-thought this whole stupid thing out. Right. Um, but now I can't think of what it was. All I knew is that the second it happened, I was like, oh, my God, they're paying so much attention to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that it had, like, a lot of planning.
2: <laughs> yes. It was a whole involved thing of, like, we all told this one lie, and then we got you to do a thing. But it wasn't an, an, a, anything shaming or anything I cared about. Right. Like, whatever it was, it was, like, falling. But also my thing is, what people don't understand is... as as sass mouthed as I can be and bitchy as I can be, I will fall for almost if you go, i fall for everything. I'll fall for anything. If you're I'm like, oh, gullible. the bank is open tomorrow, so we're all going to meet there, whatever, be like, all right, like I you, you have my complete trust totally until you me don't too. have it. Exactly, me then, too. Then once you don't have it, you'll never get it back. Right. So you can prank it away. That's fine. Right. But then now you never have it. So the next time you go, oh, we're going to go to a thing, I'll be like, oh, I bet you won't be there. I, I'm never going to that thing right. again
3: i'm you're making me feel better because there have been times where i said that to people like i've people have done a thing to me that's such an obvious lie uh, apparently and i'm like yeah okay totally and then the other people around me be like, I can't believe you fell for that. You're so. And I'm like, I'm sorry, my default is not everyone is lying to me constantly. <laughs> like, that's supposed to be my
2: attitude in the world. And also, if you're going to spend, like, if that's what it is, where it's like, you no, know, this band or whatever, where you're like, it's just information that I don't give a shit about one way or another. <laughs> you're not telling me I won the lottery right. or something. Oh, you know what it was? The thing that the college thing? We, my, my I was moving out of my sister. I, of course, didn't turn my paperwork in time in college to get into the dorm. So right. I had to live in my sister's apartment for three months, which, of course, she fucking hated. Right. And my cousin Nancy, who hated me, and her friend Deanne, who was very nice, but I'm sure hated me. Um, I had to live on their, like, pull-out couch in the front room. Right of their college apartment, not a dream come true. So when I when they were finally moving me into the dorms, we were moving my stuff down in boxes into my sister's car, and one of the times I brought down a box, I opened the passenger door of my sister's '68 Mustang, put the box down, looked down, and there was a rattlesnake in the front floor, like passenger side floor. Like a real one? Air. No, it's oh, a fucking okay. f- freeze-dried, right. coiled-up rattlesnake. Right. But I didn't... All I saw was a rattlesnake, and I just moved backwards as quickly as I possibly could and slammed the door really fast. So... And they were laughing. It was these three guys that were in, I think, the Marines that lived in the apartment below my sisters, who they were all friends. So we, They were nice people. Right. But they were laughing so hard cuz they were like we've never seen anyone move that fast like and so it not only wasn't embarrassing i felt very proud of my reflexes <laughs> of my ability to recognize danger and not fuck around like get away from a rattlesnake as quickly as possible right like the whole thing made me go like oh. Well, really they're marine, got maybe they were just putting you through, like, survival training.
3: It wasn't even a prank. And the thing is, I passed. Yeah. So good
2: news all around. You could
3: do well by yourself in the
2: woods or whatever. Maybe that's all that was. That's right. But, like, that's, to me, that's why my fit... I think in, like, top three favorite viral videos will always be the guy that punches the clown that pops out of the garbage can. It's a high school video. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. It's the best, but I'm going to now ruin it for you by describing it verbally to you. But it's <laughs> a a kid in high school, like a reporter, being, like, uh, talking to another kid at the high school and... And it looks like he's talking to a, like a athlete, like a football player or something. He's this, this big black kid, right? And it's this little white kid going, "Like, are you scared for Halloween? Are you going to go trick or treating?" Asking questions, and then behind them they have like a recycling size garbage uh, can. Sure, you know, one of those big plastic ones. Yeah. And as they're standing there, a kid in like a in like an it clown mask oh right, right you know right. a scary scary clown mask pops out like jumps up and goes ah like that and the kid like f- from an interview position turns and just clocks the clown yes! in the face that's fantastic. and then it goes just it drops back into the garbage can and it's the best because like, it's like well this is your prank like right if you engage in a prank this is what could happen you could get clocked directly into the yeah they might call
3: your bluff yeah all right having said all this though i do have to say i stay prank calling I was repping prank calls hard (laughs) i would do it on the phone all day (laughs) currently now not currently now but like that so that is separate from physical pranks i was doing that all
2: through school is prank calling people what would you say
3: Um, It depends. Honestly, a lot of them ended up being like, I just like talking so much that I would just be, it would end up with me just talking to strangers. Oh, okay. Where I feel like a few, there was one time me and my friend Kevin stayed up, we were pranking people and I can't remember what we were saying. I mean, it was nonsense. It wasn't like, is your refrigerator running, but we would just try to, it would just turn into conversations because we would say something we thought was like nonsense it, it did often backfire, but in a good way, because the people would just answer, and we'd be like, wait, what? <laughs>
2: like, oh, like you were taking a poll or something? Yeah,
3: but they would be like ridiculous, goofy questions where we're like, this is so clearly a joke or a prank. And w- more often than not, we'd get serious answers back, and then we would just be like, oh, what? Okay. <laughs> like And then like, start <laughs> talking. <laughs> there were several nights where we would just end up. Yeah, just like, all right, have a good night, Frank. Like <laughs> we, just, we just turned into like a Love long you, buddy. conversation. Love you. That's sad. There was one time, this is kind of a left turn. Me and my friend Jeremy this is gonna be so hard to explain for somebody who didn't grow up in the South, especially, but my friend Jeremy, who was my high school boyfriend's brother, but I knew him forever. I had known him since like sixth grade before I even thought of dating his brother ever. Um, we were hanging out one night and he used to drive this pickup truck and he had a CB radio in it. I grew up in Georgia, everybody. Um, and he... We would get on it all the time and like talk to truckers. It was hilarious <laughs> yes. to us. Yes, yes. Because we and truckers and we're like teenagers and truckers say the foulest shit to each other on cb radios yeah and really do at the time you know this is like late 90s like see, be each other and be like i just drove by a lady with huge tits she's wearing whatever whatever and driving or whatever like to tell other truckers like go sure. drive by hot ladies or whatever so one night we're listening to all these truckers talk to each other and jeremy had like a fake trucker name and he would get on and talk like he's a trucker And this guy was like, there's a party at whatever. And we went to the party. Oh, no. Fully. He was like, what's the address? And it wasn't that far from us. And so we went to this party. And it was like all these truckers. Like, it ended up being fine. But we're like two kids driving up in his thing. And it's like all these grown truckers. What? Wait. This sounds like (laughs) something from True Detective. It was at a house. I mean, it was like everybody was out in the lawn. When we drove up, like a ton of people were out on the lawn. Do, do you know what i'm saying like it wasn't like we were like and then we'd walked through a dark alley to get right, to the right, party right. like it was pretty public but it was old chuckers not old but i mean adults right like we were like 16 17 and they, and they were, were in probably their in their 20 or 30s no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 oh, okay. they weren't they weren't like my parents age right okay now. okay but you know i guess maybe 30s i don't know you know how when you're 17 anybody older than you is just old yes um but yeah we just pulled up and we're like what's up guys and like hung out at this party <laughs> for a while <laughs> It was crazy. And just because we had talked to them on a CB radio. Uh, Yeah. That's very dangerous.
2: Never do that again. Uh, Okay. Please. I won't do it again. They were, there's so many cross country truckers who've gotten away with murder because they're never in the same place twice.
3: Right. Well, sure. But this was like at a residential house on a pretty average street. That's how they hide. And everybody was out in the, like tons of people were out in the yard. Oh, sure. They'll stand in the We didn't go in the house. We just like stood out in the yard, like. Hanging that's the reason you're here today but then jeremy had to be like you know whatever's truck he had some big tough trucker name and had to walk up and be like yeah i'm fucking chuck <laughs> steak or whatever
2: <laughs> and they're like okay dude you're 17 <laughs> like yeah that must have actually been really entertaining to them
3: yeah i mean when a lot of them too didn't look like you know they weren't like f- how to convoy or whatever i mean they were I'm- just kind of regular
2: yeah like when roseanne became a trucker on roseanne <laughs> Or was it Lori Metcalf?
3: I think it was, yeah. I think it, it was, was her, her sister, sister, Yeah,
2: Jackie. Um, my uh, my next door neighbor, Andy Withington, uh, every day we would come home from school and, uh, oh, look who
3: it is. Look who it
2: <laughs> is. You've made it. No, we're in. We're in. We're warm. Now I feel like I should be quiet. <laughs> catch, catch
3: me out Take the, the reins.
2: Okay. Right, thanks
1: for waiting this whole time. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? There
2: it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We're talking about pranks and crank calling and all the stuff that we did as children. And I was just saying my next-door neighbor, Andy Whittington, when he was a big prankster himself. So, like, we lived way out in the country. He used to do a thing where <laughs> one time... So our classic trick was we to, we would take our mom's old purses that they didn't want anymore. And we'd go out into the field, fill them with cow shit, and stick them in the middle of the road. Then we'd <laughs> climb a tree and wait and watch as cars came and pick them up <laughs> and either looked in them right there and then threw them back out and swore and got mad or would drive like 50 feet and then open a purse full of cow shit and get all angry and throw it out of the car. This-
3: is amazing for so is this ray of
2: is- Looney Tune. Yes, like Wiley Coyote would have done this to the Road Runner. This is the awesome. mind. This is the mind of Andy Whittington, who was my legendary next door neighbor. Who he was, he was the funniest person of all time. So then, when our moms ran out of purses because we literally <laughs> did it that many times, and we would be hiding up literally like twenty five feet up in a pine tree so that we could see. And there is one guy that got so mad he came back and was driving back and forth trying to find us or trying to find like. He knew that somebody was watching, um, so he came back to where the purse started. But yeah, but he stole a purse. Noble's in the road.
1: It was in the road. He was trying to help someone that he maybe saw. lost. Their he purse. was being
2: a good citizen that was going to yeah. steal someone's wallet. But then <laughs> exactly! we started. Then we started wrapping up cow shit in gift boxes. So we would because there were no more purses. So we were taking old <laughs> like you know shirt boxes from Mervin's, filling them up with cow shit, then wrapping them in birthday. <laughs> And then we would just stick I it don't in think the you road. You guys stayed lousy with cash shit, though. Yes, running out of purses because <laughs> unlimited Cash shit. That's all we had yes, out there. Yes. We had cow shit, and we had like one car an hour. Right. So this was so worth it because you think of it—you're driving down a country road, right? There's a house every mile or half mile. Like it's there's nothing out there. It's all farms. Right. And then you drive up, and there's a birthday present in the middle of the road. I'll get it. I'll see what it <laughs> is. I might as well pick it up. It's a bunch of fucking shit, you bastard. Dealer, could,
1: could you always hear their reaction? Were you close enough to hear them <laughs> go,
0: "It's shit
2: again!"
1: God damn it! <laughs> God damn it!
2: Um, this is why I, I hate birthdays. Mind. I love pranks. <laughs> I love. See? them. Change I'm change my mind completely. Well, this uh, now that I'm remembering it, like these were. I started on really quality ones, and yes. then like as I got older, they just got dumber. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, also sorry, but one time he took a jump rope, two orange cones that he had in his room, and a hard hat. And he stopped traffic on our street with a jump rope, putting a jump rope in two orange cones. And he literally stood. I was in the tree watching him. And no cars drove down our street ever. So it took like he was just holding his hand up like this with a hard hat on uh, looking up the street. And he ended up getting like four cars waiting. And finally one guy was like, hey. Hey. How
3: much longer do we have to wait here? And he had just
2: purely done it to do it, just to <laughs> stop. Can I marry her. this guy? He is. He is, was truly one of the m- most fun people like ever. Yeah, yeah, he was the best.
1: Was he's gone away?
2: Well, no, we just don't. We moved out of that house when I was a senior in high school, so we saw him less and less. And then, like my, oh. you know, my sister. Keeps I thought in contact you were saying April
1: them. couldn't marry him because he's dead. Oh no, no. No. Oh, I mean,
2: I think he's married. Probably. Yeah. You would not. Who wouldn't? Lock that down. no he seriously was the greatest bullshitter of all time. He really was. he's he as a like sixth grade boy, stopped traffic with That's his just so his hand nice. and his energy, just like I'm a con- I'm some sort of road maintenance person that you have to listen to. <laughs> it's
3: a jump rope. I'll tell you the meanest thing that I know of that my okay. My friends, Grace and Clark in high school, they were younger. They were a grade younger than me, and I could drive before them. So I was always the getaway driver when we had to like roll people's houses. I was like always their getaway driver. No questions asked. They would just be like, We want to do this thing to this person. Will you drive us? And I'm like, Sure. Like it could (laughs) have been coke deals. Like I I was like, Yeah, I'll drive you because I want to drive. I'm 16.
1: That's how you get involved with a bank robbery, in yeah. like a movie in the eighties.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, I was just always that just like, to drive. Yeah, you guys are my friends. Whatever. I mean, I've I've out I have had to outrun cops with them
1: Did, for do sure. You, <laughs> do you mind wearing this mask of one of our presidents?
3: <laughs> it's the attractive one. <laughs> I really have. Get we it. we get rolled it. this house. I've told this on other podcasts or anything, but we because we this one girl that was in their class that I didn't even know they like hated her so much. That we rolled, I'm trying to condense it, but we rolled our house like so many times in a row that our dad hired private security.
2: (laughs) Wait, what does rolling someone's house mean? Oh, toilet. That's what we call it. Throwing
3: toilet paper. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Yeah, toilet papering. And so one night I really did have to outrun the cops and I had to like drive into a stranger's driveway and like turn the lights off and like after driving like 900 miles an hour down the road. It was (laughs) intense.
2: (laughs) You did it?
3: Yeah, totally. I wasn't going to get arrested. (laughs) Like, fuck that. Um, I outran the cops a few times as a kid, <laughs> which the funny thing is that I never did anything elite, like toilet papering, who cares? But I did that so often. Um,
1: it's littering.
3: Right, but I don't think that you go mm-hmm. to jail or anything. But they a were... a lot of littering. This though. is how mean they are, though, <laughs> you guys. I didn't find out about this till after the fact, because apparently, I think the girl lived within walking distance to Grace, but they had... This girl in one of their classes that always wore, like, really ugly vests. Mm. Like, just terrible vests. So, like, every day they would come out of whatever this class crying, laughing, like, dude, you should have seen her vest today. And I'm like, okay. And as a joke, this is, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. This is so mean. Please know I had no, nothing to do with this. But they went to somewhere. They bought, like, the ugliest vest they could find. And they wrapped it up like a present (laughs) and left it on her porch. (laughs) and she wore it to school the next day um, she liked it ah <laughs> uh, that's a prank why does that make it more sad that's a prank Turnaround I it does like, no i, I think she bet. wins she wins but th- i've never seen two people laugh harder than they did that day like they were just <laughs> like can you fucking believe it like but yeah so it was like mean but good they gave her a gift i don't know but they were just like this is the most hideous thing Let's see if this dork wears it. And, like, she totally was, like, look at my cool vest She the was, next like, day. hell yeah. It's but my also look. never asked.
2: It wasn't, like, who left this on my porch? She was probably, like, someone loves me. This is beautiful. So that's, like, the meanest prank I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and my
3: friends did it. I oh. have
1: so many of these stories that I don't, and they would all incriminate me.
3: Oh.
2: So
1: I, but yeah. I'll tell
2: Um, Well, jump in.
1: Well, me and my friends all lived above this bagel shop downtown. (laughs) It's like 10 of us lived in this apartment. And so you could see we had a 360 view of the entire downtown Missoula. And we had a, uh, it was supposed to launch water balloons, but we would launch frozen bagels (laughs) at cars and um, it would dent them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. One time a guy was asleep across the street. I ran across the street, and i he wouldn't wake up, and I squirted mustard in the back of his pants. Like a lot of mustard. That
0: stains, And then Chris. we went
1: upstairs, and we heckled him from a megaphone, and then a car came to pick him up, and he got in the car, and they drove half a block, and then the car stopped, and he got kicked out because he had mustard <laughs> coming out of his butt crack. And then another time we were watching, and... Um, We peed in part of a 40 of beer and put it on the street corner and then watched one guy on a bike and another guy. They were friends at first, and then they (laughs) fought over the beer, not knowing that half of it was pee. (laughs) And the guy that won, the guy without the bike, pushed the guy with the bike onto his bike. And we were concerned. He, like, fell on the pedal. So I'm not that bad. But Uh then uh, the guy walked a little further, and then we all watched him drink the pee.
2: Did he know? Okay. Did he react?
1: And another time, we put poop under this guy's car door because he had skulls and lights all over his car and long, stringy hair, and he looked scary. And then we watched him try and open his door, and then he smelled his fingers, and he yelled, It's poop, and <laughs> we all laughed, but later we felt bad. I
2: mm-hmm. did that to a guy in high school that Wait, was super sorry. mean to me. I just need a <laughs> follow-up question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Did the guy who drank the beer pee know that no.
1: it- most of it was beer. He enjoyed it and drank all of it.
2: Okay. So that's we the best actually, situation where that prank didn't work. Because that guy had a great We time. later
1: found the empty bottle around the corner. <laughs> so I, we knew he either poured it out and set it upright, or he drank it and said, that was refreshing. He
2: said, that's the most delicious beer I've ever had. Yeah. I have to go
3: back to you heckling the other guy with a megaphone.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, what are
2: you yelling We into were filming a it, too.
1: These are all... We weren't... Tr- I think we were...
2: We're, wait, we could this... have been
1: jackass, but we didn't know that was a thing. You were
2: you do. like a skateboard crew? We was were, this a skateboard yeah, situation? We were the
1: front street mob, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had stickers.
2: I've seen your stuff.
1: And the guy parked in Andy's parking lot, and we put poop under his doornail. Doornail. Doorknob. <laughs> he had a doorknob on it. It's a very old car, a Model T with a doorknob. <laughs> handle. Door handle.
3: I did dog poop. There was a guy in high school that was (laughs) super mean to me. And me and my friends knew he was going to be on a date. And we put, we soaked, we weren't L7 style. They weren't real, but we soaked tampons in cherry Kool-Aid and put them under both of his door handles. So when him and his date went to get in the car, they thought they had a handful of used tampons. Oh, Oh,
2: wow,
1: That's great.
2: Yeah. My cousin Cheryl got in trouble. (laughs) I
1: should have put brownie mix under the guy's door handle. Mm.
2: Now you know. Mm -hmm. My cousin Cheryl got in trouble When she was in high school, which was like the late 70s, because she and her friends unpeeled a bunch of maxi pads and stuck them to a guy in her class's conversion van that he had just had painted like metallic midnight oh, blue and so when he pulled the maxi pads off it just ripped the paint off oh, oh, so no. they did it maxi pad style like a like a TP thing to, to be flirty and cute and they ended up having to pay for it <laughs> to his, pay for to get for repainted. his conversion van to be repainted oh, wow. wow that was like a big like that was when I was I was really little, and I remember that was That's like the a lot first of money. trouble yeah. people got into. And I was yeah, like, that wow. is one thing. My mom was really cool about me.
3: Sh- shockingly, as square as my mom is for real, <clears throat> she was always cool with me doing that because she was like, "That doesn't do any damage." I would tell her like, "I'm gonna go roll these people's houses," because mm-hmm. she had a Costco membership, and I was like, "Can I go to Costco <laughs> with you next time?" Get some extra toilet paper, and she was like, "Oh yeah, totally," because she was like as long as you're just doing that she was like never egg anybody's house or never do anything where you, i'm gonna get sued because you yes and she was my mom i never drank and my mom always knew that so if i went out at like two in the morning she was fine with it i was like oh i'm just gonna go out and roll these people's house i would tell my mom that and she was just like it's all as long as the cops don't call if the cops call me i'm not your mom i don't know you <laughs> yeah. but if the cops don't call cool like do whatever you need to do so she was that's a good policy cool with that yeah. I'm that's
1: just funny. her older roommate
3: yeah, I mean, she was like, I'm not bailing you out of jail, so don't get caught. But yeah, go do what <laughs> you need to do. But I'll buy you the toilet paper. Yeah, for sure. Could
2: have a good time. But Better. that
3: was the only, yeah, she warned me against things. There, We wanted to do something where we, I, it was the same kind of thing, though, where she was like, don't do that, that's going to take the paint off. Or we were going to do something in somebody's driveway, and she was like, that's going to bleach their driveway, don't yeah. do it. Yeah, she always, I did run a few pranks by my mom to be like, is this going to cause property damage or not? <laughs> And then she would tell us. She was, like, stick to toilet paper. See, because
2: that's that's where, like, the fun ends and then the, like, bullshit begins. It's because it's all well and good. And most of the time it's flirting. Like, most of the time when people are pranking someone else is because they want their attention. I mean, not... Skateboard crew. Not no, the same I was thing.
1: flirting when I I put <laughs> syrup in there before the mustard. And that was a bit of a flirt, a little sweet before the. That shower. was yeah. Hey, yeah, mus- mix it up. Mustard was revenge.
2: <laughs> mustard not, was vicious for
1: not noticing the syrup.
2: What if the inside of that car had like white, like pleather seats? And then it was there a was white car. A, really? Yeah. So I'd it have, could have had a serious mustard uh, stain. Oh that.
1: The the sad part about it all is these are people that had bigger problems. I mean, the guy was sleeping on a bench. He yeah, was, you were
2: you were punching down for sure. We
1: saw him often, and he was a bad person during the day, yelling at people. Mm-hmm. And he was asleep, and we saw the opportunity. Great. His butt crack was all the way out. So,
2: <laughs> lesson learned. Yeah.
1: Why not put condiments in there?
2: This
3: is a hard <laughs> left, but you look very tan. Oh, can you guys oh, you think? think? Yeah. What's I, on? Have you been on a beach I vacation? Think I got Whoa. bit by a
1: spider there. <gasps> Wait, And, the, the and that's the Poison that traveled there. <gasps> and now I have a weird... What is <gasps> Chris! that? Is Wait, you like have to go to starts? the doctor.
2: Yeah, no shit!
1: It's a spider.
2: No, no, if that's a brown recluse, that could yeah, be bad news. You'd have to have like, your was, arm amputated.
1: It hurt the other day, but it's getting better now. Those
2: oh, marks are
3: up. not normal. That's, oh, no, it, they're weird. Can you pull your sleeve up, please? For, okay, you guys, listen. It looks like you a shark bite. I mean, there it's like this weird mark in a perfect half yeah, circle. Yeah, it is
1: weird. I thought maybe I got bruised by a tennis racket or played volleyball in my sleep again.
2: You have
3: <sighs> to go to the doctor.
2: Also, because that the the thing with bumps on it. Yeah, <laughs> I have that a show. <laughs> You're right.
1: Yeah, there's comedy f- first. It's no, it's try I don't. Get know. You're right. Write some bumps. new
2: jokes about losing your arm.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> no,
2: that's like, actually go to the doctor. Uh, being a, a here's
1: huh. my impression of a teapot again
2: yeah <laughs> boo <laughs>
1: Boy, <laughs> I lost my shit. arm I lost my arm for this
2: so have a lot of people
1: who was that comic that used to writ- Reagan, or he had a hook Roger Rittenhouse Rittenhouse he's yeah. one
2: of the funniest comics there is
1: he's very funny And but one night at Embar someone he there was a lull in his set and someone said how'd you lose your hand and I everyone got quiet I know that the guy thought that He's like, oh, he's got to have a great story about this. And he was some drunk guy, but he's like, he just really used, used the ability right then to make the guy feel bad by just going, wow. Um, yeah, it's... Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you would ever heckle that. I And he, like, ended his set, and the guy... I think when oh, he that guy killed himself, he had to. He <laughs> yeah, felt so felt bad. So
2: bad. He, you know,
1: yeah. This
3: is extra weird because
1: I'm. What do I get if it uh, starts before my elbow? I can't just get a hook.
3: It's just when did last night? I slept on the couch. I when I was lying in bed last night, I saw two at separate times. I saw one giant centipede, a millipede, something with a trillion legs for real crawling down one side of the wall so I was like oh that's weird and then like five minutes later I saw another one so I was like not sleeping in this room tonight and like went and slept on the couch because like that was so gross to me but those can't bite you 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 have to go to the doctor
1: you guys are acting like I, I, I did something wrong <laughs> you,
2: <laughs> not going to the doctor not going to the doctor
1: I'm not worried about it
2: alright now yeah. don't you have a low pain tolerance yes or like you don't feel it is what I'm saying
1: I think a high tolerance for it
2: high tolerance right
1: yeah I have low pain sensory.
2: Exactly. So you could actually be in more pain than you. I don't know, though. My hi- I
1: always complain about pain. I acknowledge that it's there. Well, I show it to people, and then I don't do anything about it.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: My hip has hurt for years. I know I should get surgery.
2: Now you got some spider bites that. I I mean, I've never seen anything that looks like that. I
1: just want to see what develops next. Okay,
2: great. Then let's have fun with it. Looks like
1: Wisconsin.
2: (laughs) Right now it looks like Wisconsin. When it starts to look like the USS of R, that's when we will call an ambulance. How about that?
1: Yeah, let's judge it by how much of Asia it becomes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've been having dizzy spells. No, I'm kidding. uh, I'm fine. I don't think it was a brown recluse
2: did you how would you know yeah. did you have I've
1: had. I've been bit by brown recluse we had them in my basement grown up
2: really yeah I did. and you know up. exactly what it looks like yeah
1: yeah they look like a hobo spider or a domesticated house spider <laughs> uh, very similar but <laughs> well lit markings will let you know in size they're actually smaller you yes. do not want to, they're you sneaky. do not want a recluse <laughs> so like no, you know.
2: no 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 uh, not, not, me, not huh? in your sauce <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh you don't want.
2: <laughs> did you have a party on Fourth of July weekend?
1: Well, I didn't want you guys to see me all drunk. Yes, I did. I didn't invite anyone. You it's invited Nate's me. Party.
2: You, n- I, I got invited. I, no, I don't think she, she was bringing it up because she's offended. Okay. No, no. I wouldn't. I knew I was invited. Nate invited me.
1: I should invite, it was really fun.
2: Um, but I, I couldn't go anyway. I had to work through, through the whole weekend. I did nothing from Thursday to Tuesday mornings. Oh yeah, yeah, because we my were going
1: we to podcast.
2: That's right. Um, but, I, but I thought maybe that's why you were so tan or something like that. Um, I went... Was it a rager? Did, did you I stay do? outside I, I
1: went to Andy's pool, I went to Andy Wood's pool party yesterday. Oh nice. And kind of burned myself. Yeah, that's where it came from. Any, that's the sun.
2: Any fun comedy uh names to name uh, from that pool party?
1: Mm, people that we should know, people you need to watch.
3: Yeah. I uh, have a fun name. Who? Because I went to Hardwick's on the 4th of July, mm-hmm. and Ryan Adams was there. Oh, See, that's better.
1: Ryan Adams was there.
3: There was a lot of other like famous people, but he walked in, and I was like, what? Because, of course, he's head-to-toe denim. Cool pool party attire. That's right. Also, because I was wearing my I loved a Fart t-shirt, <laughs> and he applauded it, literally <laughs> clapped. And I was sure. like, you're a fan of farts? I don't... <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was real psyched about it. Mm-hmm. He was cool, but it was just weird, because he walked in, and I was like, "What? you guys are friends? Like, what? Yeah. I he wouldn't
1: was- know what he looks like.
3: I mean, he looks like an indie rock dude. He was cool, but he was—he was wearing his jean jacket the whole time, and everyone was in the pool and stuff. So it was just Um, that kind of like. I was totally. Do you think Brian Adams
1: listens to indie rock, or does he maybe listen to his kind of crappy rock?
3: I don't. I don't know much about him other than once we got in a weird Twitter argument about Morrissey or something, and then you and Brian Adams. Oh, Ryan. Did you say Brian or Ryan?
1: I said Ryan, but. Oh. But Brian also. I wonder what he's doing right now.
2: I thought you said, does he listen to indie rock or his crappy rock?
1: She said Ryan Adams was dressed like an indie rocker guy. And right. I was making
2: a joke. Cause- oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. I thought you were saying What Ryan would Adams. you, is he like, an, would you
3: say he's more alt-country or something? Is he more, He's reminds me of like an old 97s-ish dude. Yeah. Isn't that kind of his steez? Yeah. I never have been too into him. <laughs> I think
1: it's his steez. I, like, I, think the I like his is, steez a lot. The music is just kind of music for boring people.
2: I mean, he's okay. Bill. He was a nice guy. You oh, know, I'm sure whatever. he's nice. But I t- thoroughly sure disagree. So. Oh, really? This is a real count a point counterpoint.
1: You
2: I- love him. I really love Ryan Adams' okay, music. Okay. I listen to him. No, a I have bit. tons of friends
3: that are like crazy into him.
1: I would put him in the same <laughs> category one as like Damien Rice.
2: No, I think that guy's more chill. And who do you like? 311? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't I dislike him. Reagan. I just don't. <laughs> Let's hear some.
1: Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> but
3: uh. there was a guy.
0: Yeah. So I went to I Hardwick's just Said no.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you really want to do it? No, I did. I feel like I talked.
2: You should be talking more. I'm sorry.
1: No. No.
3: No. He
2: can't talk because of the spider poison. Insulin. It's <laughs> gotten up to I'm his voice box. I'm growing weak.
1: I'm growing weak. <laughs> Here, maybe this water will help. Talk amongst yourselves.
3: (laughs) But you look so tan and healthy other than the markings on your arm.
1: It'll go away.
2: (laughs) I'm going to put mustard down the back of your pants. I just decided. I'm going to yell at you from a megaphone (laughs) at a great height. Tell
3: you to go to the doctor.
2: Yep. You're about to get pranked, boy.
1: One of the times, though, these guys crawled up the wall and there was a big fight on the roof. So are Pranks.
2: One of the kind people of. on the street that you yeah there was ask. a
1: way to get up there, but we didn't think they'd figure it out. But you could shimmy. there's was these poles next to a wall, and they shimmied up like Batman. And then these cowboys were on the roof, and we had to Shit. get punched and get someone punched him. There's um, punches. I didn't get punched.
2: Well, that's good. I hid.
1: I think. <laughs> yeah, I like a little brown
2: recluse uh, yeah, spider yeah. under a table. <laughs>
1: I went and, and uh, took a nap under someone's armpit. <laughs> <laughs> in time that's when I strike <laughs> when you don't know I'm there.
2: I meant to tell you so, uh, this show that I'm working on right now, there's a time travel element to it. So, this might be secret, so don't anybody listening tell anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but they brought in a physicist, uh, to, to talk through what is kn- the known quantities of time travel. Like what the theories are, what is known about it or whatever. And just to give us kind of like a very basic primer of like how it may and may not work in the different theories. And it was fascinating. And the second, he, I was immediately in love with him. And he was from Missoula, Montana. Oh, wow. The, he, he apparently he has a bunch of um, YouTube videos that are really popular where he explains. Yeah, he's a physicist or a some you know like very high level scientist. Wow. But he was really young and he was super like like cute and I can't explain it. He looked like he would be work at REI. Mm-hmm. But he was a fucking physicist.
1: Everyone in Missoula looks like they're at REI. Really? Every, they just came from the... Everyone has mud splattered on their face.
2: Yeah. And, everyone's <laughs> and, very and a carabiner on their Every, belt loop.
1: But it's just for holding <laughs> keys. It's the other one. That's, this a novelty key carabiner.
2: But they got the real carabiner.
1: Oh, uh, the one at home with the yeah. ropes.
3: That's right. Wait a minute. Yeah. What are, I've never heard... I just learned the name of that. Are you talking about the like heavy-duty hook thing? Just yeah. now. Just carabiner. now from you guys. Isn't that yep. a
2: good word, carabiner? Carabiner. How do you spell that? C-A-R-I-B-E-N-E-R. Why is it called that and not a hook? Chris, I'll let you take this one. because well, I was probably wrong on the spelling. That's for m- mountain climbing, right? <laughs> you see,
1: right? in mountain climbing, there also is hooks. So <laughs> they had to come up with a new name for the thing that wasn't a hook. It's more of a loop clasp. And then loop clasps was too hard for people to say. <laughs> so, and then um, then one of the Latino guys, well, a lot of the guys there are racist, but when the guy that thought of it, um, he was trying to name it. And then someone said, oh, I don't care. And then they called him a racial.
2: No! Uh, You're going to say Beaner, aren't you?
1: No, you did. The, Weird. That's their, crazy. A the racist
2: do. term from the 80s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, remi- I don't know
1: where carabiner comes from. We
2: got, I got in insane it's trouble be- one day. My aunt, I thought, was going to hit me in the face because I said that term. I'd heard it on the playground in like third grade. And I thought it was like, Somebody just kept calling other people beaners, and I just thought it was like nickname type of thing. Right. So I just said it in passing, literally like, look at those two beaners. And my aunt like slammed on the brakes and was like, what do you think? And she was screaming at me. I was in so much trouble, and I had no idea what I was doing at all.
1: My dad slapped me once when I said a word that I'd heard a friend say. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's the way we learn as kids. Yeah. Or did back then.
1: Yeah, he didn't slap me very much. He no, was but like, that, oh, you can't say that. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I know. You hit my face.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, the only time my mom slapped me across the face was when I said fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: I was okay, like, though. 16 and I said fuck in front of her. She slapped me right across the face. Shit. Yeah. It was I intense.
1: Had a, mine was light, I think.
3: No, oh, I knew what I was doing. I it was wasn't like
1: my showing what a bad whole hand. He curled the right. fingers together and...
2: <laughs> into a fist. Yeah, Dad, it was more no. of a punch. <laughs> just
1: <laughs> come on, he's listening. <laughs>
2: uh. Oh, but anyway, uh, I just wanted to tell you about that because he—I thought he was from like UCLA or something. This physicist. Yeah. And yeah. so then they were like, we're... He was at the University of Montana? And he's
1: young, young to where I wouldn't know him? I,
2: I mean, I was going to ask them that I was t- honestly too embarrassed and my cheeks were super red because he was so cute. And here's the, this was the power move he made. One of the very first... Because everyone in that room, there's a, very, a ton of really smart guys that work mm-hmm. on the show, like, went to Harvard and shit. Mm-hmm. So they immediately start to engage him of, like... Um, he was like, well, I'm just here to, you know, answer your questions. And then one guy goes, do you think that we are living in a simulation? And immediately without going like, mm. huh? Or anything, he goes, if we are, if we aren't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I just like my, I've, my heart exploded with love of like yeah. the confidence. And he knew he'd been asked this question. He knew it's just yeah, like, yeah. if it is, a, he said, if it is a simulation, it is so accurate and so realistic that we cannot tell the difference. So it doesn't matter what we're living in. We still have to live the same way. We have to live as, you know, like you should be living as if you're in charge of your own life anyway. So this idea that, you know, something else, we're in a game yeah. or this is all computer or whatever, it doesn't matter.
1: Because it's, it seems realistic, but the reality is you're in some dank laboratory plugged into a chair, right? Could be that. Yeah.
2: Could be that. Depends on which Matrix you've seen. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I haven't seen any of them. I watched the
1: first one, and uh, there's someone deaf in the audience, so they had the closed captioning on during Mm -hmm. the movie, which (laughs) popped up right before the lines. And I was already (laughs) laughing at the fact that that's the guy from Bill and Ted, right? and everyone loves this movie, and that's still the guy from Bill and Ted. And then at one point... He goes, Okie dokie. But it said okie dokie at the bottom way before he said it. So it said okie-dokie, and everyone read it. And then he goes, Okie dokie, and the whole theater laughed at oh. his face.
3: He's not a good actor.
1: No, but I've seen enough videos of him moving aside on a subway to let someone sit down and give money to people. he's very oh, charitable. He was Aaron very knows.
2: he was very good at nodding. Why? Do you have a story, he's, Aaron?
1: You have know, heard though, he's like he's like, Well, no, he's since supposed this to be movie's cool. not paying yeah, but anyone, that's, I'm gonna pay the whole crew with my own money. Yeah, that's Which is nothing. wonderful
3: and I'm not knocking that, but a lot of that comes from the guilt of being like, I am not talented enough to be here. But I have the- to give this money away. Wait, that's why you
1: here- he let a lady sit down on the subway bus.
2: But let me say I don't know if
1: it was a subway have a bus. Have
2: you seen Parenthood? Yeah, yeah, he's playing all the yeah, And I think that's when he started as Bill and Ted or whatever. And then Parenthood, the, uh, people went, oh, yeah, he can actually do something. Mm-hmm. And, but he, it, th- that's the thing about acting is that it isn't like, American acting is about can you get people to buy a movie ticket? And all you need, all Cameron Reeves needs to do to get people to buy a movie ticket is to say okie dokie. Because they want to watch him on that screen. Take off
1: your shirt. Okie dokie. It's the
2: way he looks, it's his physical beauty. Is he ripped? He is sometimes. He's just a kind of yeah. He's tall and he's built and he's got that beautiful kind of neutral face that I he like could be from that anywhere. You don't
1: know who Keanu Reeves. I know
2: exactly. <laughs> I have never found him attractive
3: for one second. He
1: there's this new movie that's cartoonishly he just kills everyone. John Wick. John Wick. Jonathan Wick.
2: It's John Wick.
1: I uh, Jonathan H. Wick <laughs> is a is a newer film. You it's the it Dickens on, uh, based on the
2: Dickens <laughs> novel.
1: Johnny John Boy Wick is this movie that you can see that is horribly done, and uh, he uh, there's a couple times I don't know if he gets necking in it, but uh, it, it seems like he's it's been like eating bread and not going to the gym, and I respect that. He's like I'm not going to get into shape for this. Well, he's, but he's also it. like
2: 50, right? But he's has he ever right, been right. a muscle You're dude?
1: Metabolism. Um, I I think uh, he
2: was like wiry. Right, skinny guy.
3: Because, I mean, I've seen, it's like point break. He's not the guy surfing. He's, He's
1: not the great like guy. He's in, like, a football movie where he got all big and football-y big. Oh. Yeah.
2: Was that that movie Johnny Football?
1: It's yeah. called uh, Jonathan Tos- H Toss H football. Me the Wick.
2: <laughs> what if every movie, he <laughs> just had the name John in it somehow?
1: Bill and Wick? Johnny. Jo- Bill and Johnny Wick? <laughs> all right. I know. He, yeah, he is. I like it. i will look pictures. I'll Google pictures. I, will, I
2: will watch canaries. Keanu
1: Ripped. And then I'll do it right now.
2: I think he's a classic American actor in, in that he's a bad actor that still is in a, a ton of movies.
1: Ooh, right? a 1-800 number called me three times in in two minutes. Should I call him back? <laughs> it's
2: the doctor <laughs> being like, why aren't you here? It's the spider saying, <laughs> yeah. I've, I left Listen, my stinger in you. Every
1: one of my bites <laughs> has worked, and I saw you leave the apartment today. <laughs> the uh,
2: spider has a toll-free number. <laughs> Listen, I think I did some real damage to your arm, Chris. I'm sorry, <laughs> I go a little spider crazy at night. I'm hungry and scared. I'm very small. I anyway, sometimes I feel like my
1: own venom is going to my head. Anyway, you can call <laughs> me back at my spider phone.
2: It's or so on, free. It's so or, free. Or, or you can
1: contact me on the web. Come on.
2: <laughs> no. Come on, you guys. Yes. No, That's I say a great yes. Joke. I booed you I earlier. Now I'm applauding why. you. I don't
1: understand why people don't like well placed puns.
2: It's I thought it was. You
1: guys were rejoicing over the toll free thing. I I came in with the web and it was a witch hunt. It was was a witch hunt. (laughs) Applause.
3: Applause break. (laughs) (laughs) Applause.
1: I focus on the audience that doesn't like me.
2: (laughs) I do too. In a
1: huge room, even. One guy with his arms crossed. This whole act is dedicated to you. Keanu ripped. Let's see what pops up. Ooh, images. You want images or video? Video.
3: (laughs) Honestly, neither, but images,
1: I guess. Oh, you're going to get it. Oh boy. There
3: we go. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're going to totally get fake. it. Let me see. Oh, it's is just, his, his head? It's just on him a...
1: being in the same shape as me. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, I needed but that for now. contrast. This is that's... great podcasting. What I've pulled up is a photo <laughs> of Keanu <laughs> with my exact current physique. There's him as a homeless park murderer. And then. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. You just wait.
2: I think okay. he's fun. He I is, think he's fresh. He's fine. I think I, he brings new stuff fresh. to the, to he, the screen. He's,
1: fresh. he's certainly won me over.
2: He's so fresh. Exciting. Have you? <laughs> I don't know. There's some <laughs> So arm. exciting to me.
3: Oh, okay. Up. His arms look kind of sick there. Is that there? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, him cool, from cool, Johnny cool. Johnny Football, right? Yeah.
1: This is him doing some Johnny Football promo stuff. Jimmy Jimmy, fo- Jimmy Football game, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> And,
2: uh, Jimmy Jimmy Football Game. Jimmy Jimmy Football the, Game. That hit movie from 1992?
1: It uh, wasn't a hit. Unfortunately, <laughs> it went straight to VHS when DVDs are already out there.
2: Jimmy Jimmy Football Game.
1: I watched one where he's coaching a children's baseball team.
2: Yes, so. that's a good one. It was great. It's a good it movie. It was like
1: uh, Ladybugs or something.
2: Yeah, it was Ladybugs esque. Yeah, it's great. You got to see it. What is that movie? F- baseball Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> You see Baseball Johnny? <laughs>
1: uh, baseball Johnny oh, and the Kids? Oh, you gotta
2: see Baseball Johnny. Baseball That's-
1: Johnny and the Kids is one of the better. It's the current, it's modern day Sandlot.
2: Here's the thing. When Keanu Reeves acts like he's falling in love with whoever he is a- across from in the lead, whatever lady he's acting with, I always believe he's actually really falling in love with her. That's oh. why I like it. Oh, okay. I think he might actually be. <laughs> he okay. just lets himself actually go through it
1: you might you think he might be a fallen lover guy
2: well i just it, it's so believable but it doesn't seem like he really is like such an like high level actor that you're like this is really happening because normally when he's talking you don't have that feeling
1: i have a feeling that with keanu anything goes sexually he'll he it doesn't matter <laughs> Uh, any, and your, your sex or your race or age, he's just in, he's in to win. You know, don't you think that just these orgies, just a
2: a throne
1: of people that he sits inside of? Sure. And just
2: takes what comes. He's so non sexual to me. He's, it's God.
3: He's,
1: uh,
2: I feel like you'd say something different if he was standing next to you. He's a
1: physical I, specimen. Think
2: about him. No. Yes. I think don't find our, him attractive. Close your eyes. He has no,
3: like, I. he Uh-oh. has like a Kendall crotch as far as I'm concerned.
0: <laughs> just
2: please nothing. bring up the
3: nude. <laughs> <laughs> that you Here just have is. ready to go. <laughs> I Again, I have, I have complete indifference. I don't like him. I don't hate him. But I've never... He was definitely not a guy that I was like, oh, my God, isn't he hot? Oh, I no,
1: want, I wasn't I want to st- remind everyone, I started this by saying I went to The Matrix and pointed and laughed with the rest of the theater at him. The
2: yes. There's, we went to see Constantine when it came out, uh, which was a lesser-known Keanu right. Reeves Is that
3: where he is? The Devil or something?
2: Um, I can't remember. It was based on a comic book. So it was, it was very remind it was just him walking around the gun. there's vengeance. he may have been the devil There's vengeance, the devil. vengeance I involved. I don't all I can tell you it was very boring and it, and my ex used to say he used to go. I'm Doug Constantine. <laughs> all the time, he just made it. He just made it up that that was Constantine's first name was Doug, so he would do a Canaries voice and go, "I'm Doug Constantine." <laughs> and It was my favorite thing of all time. I like
1: Doug Constantine. I do too. That's yeah. a yeah. great character. You kind
2: of have to make it fun for yourself.
1: Sorry. Speaking of pranks, yes. uh, I was at Comic Con uh-huh. uh, for the Constantine panel, <gasps> and I my is his first name Doug no no it's john, okay. <laughs> john, john. it's john it's johnny. johnny Constantine. told you yeah. <laughs> no so my buddy and i i go we have to yell because i love point break unabashedly sure yeah. so i was like we have to yell johnny utah at him yes because they yell in the movie it's of great course. it's the stupidest of name ever of course so uh keanu gets up to the stage the crowd goes wild it gets quiet then all of a sudden, I stand up and yell "Johnny Utah" at the top of my lungs. You know, uh-huh. my buddy did not do it, so <gasps>
0: oh. he bailed, and
1: you were on your own. And then what happened? It was fine. Ever no did one did. people booed laugh. Him. We maybe I don't know. <laughs> did Keanu just slowly? I don't know if you could a hear, hear it. Down? Yeah, I don't know if you he could hear it. I wasn't that far, but you oh know. well. I hope you quit being with that guy. So your friend sucks. <laughs> yeah, you don't bail when you're going. I kind of think your friend's
2: funny. <laughs> 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 sure, sure. I'll do it with you. That's totally yeah, something I'll to do. And
1: then your attorney's not even there. I
2: don't you know, like that at all. You know what I did once? That it, <laughs> I was that guy, the anti Johnny Utah guy. But this, but in a slightly different scenario. We. Uh, this was back. My friend Ruben, who directed the Girls Guitar Club movie. This is back when we were making that.
1: Yeah, Ruben Blades.
2: Uh, <laughs> Ruben Fleischer and his younger brother Lucas who I adored and thought was so cute and we all decided our, their friend had made a stage musical or like they were doing a stage version of Xanadu a roller they were going to do a roller skating like Holy shit. whole thing of it and so we went to the opening night um, to watch it, and I was so excited. And me, when Lucas and I were talking about it, we're like, Oh my god, this is gonna be amazing! and we were laughing or whatever. And then I, of course, said, We should dress up, um, we should dress up really fancy for the opening night. Like, you should wear a tuxedo, and I'll wear like a ball gown. And he was like, I will totally do that. And I'm like, oh, Let's do it. Uh, and I would do shit like this all the time. You, you just totally not do it. You left him hanging. I left him hanging. That's terrible. And I didn't. It was the kind of thing where they came to pick us up. It was me and Mary Lynn and Ruben and Lucas. And when he got out of the car, he had he looked so beautiful. too. This man was so cute that I had this, of course, my terrible low self-esteem where I was like, Oh, he doesn't give a shit if I wear a dress or not. Like, And I couldn't bring myself to like not wear basically the outfit that I'm wearing now and have been for 20 years. And when we came out of the We came down the steps. He came out of the car with this big smile on his face. Like, look, I did it. This is breaking my heart. And then he just saw me and was just like, oh. Oh, And I, I literally, I weekly wince about it. Weekly.
1: Oh, you don't stop wincing.
2: I've never stopped wincing. And we had this the whole rest of the night. It was as if, it was as if it, it suddenly it made sense to me where it was like, oh, he was excited to do this thing with me, and I couldn't accept that. Like, or I couldn't see that. So I just had to be like, oh, of course he doesn't give a shit about me. And then I sat there the rest of the night going, oh, if I had worn a dress and we had done this, this would almost have been like a date or oh. something yeah like that's maybe what he want yes. to do but i of course couldn't see myself that way so then the rest of the night it was just like him and i sitting super uncomfortably and then like the second he saw his friend that was in the play or whatever it was like he was over there and then i was just like oh my god i'm gonna cry. i just want to go home it was the mm. fucking worst <laughs> if we're gonna let's bookend this prank episode <laughs> talk about how i it was like just an intentional ball drop of insecurity is basically what it was so awful that's that's, that's, so I bet uh, I tell the story and then I bet your friend do you you think he still regrets it
1: I doubt it he has a family in Cleveland
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's really mean (laughs) I have dogs god damn it my life is a waste
3: no it's okay I'm the other guy in that story my life is equally sad (laughs) do you know what I mean (laughs) so nobody wins (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're the guy in the tuxedo? Yes. Yeah. So being overly enthusiastic also gets you nowhere, <sighs> is what I'm here to tell you. So don't feel bad.
2: Man.
1: Yeah. If you put yourself out there, you get hurt. If you don't put yourself out there, you still get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Life's filled with regret. Yes, it is. The it? only thing you can do is, as a kid, get taught to have your self, your expectations lowered and, and oh. you never get disappointed.
2: Who who was smart oh, enough to an do that? Old man in my <laughs>
1: neighborhood. <laughs> you'll never. Oh. Nothing good. I'll and ever then have. you
2: put
3: like mayonnaise. <laughs> like, yeah, it will. Mayonnaise in his pipe or something. Oh yeah.
1: Wait until he's asleep. Slathered him up.
3: <laughs> <sighs> Yelled at him in his rocking chair. Yep. It went into a bullhorn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Made his hair go back? Like, is it live yep. or is it Memorex? <laughs>
1: yeah. I put, I put a cat's tail under the rocking chair and the cat screeched. And, he, and then and then he, his hair got blown back like Christopher <laughs> Lloyd.
2: Yeah. One of my earliest memories is my mom used mayonnaise to put to as conditioner in her hair. Yeah, my uh, aunt,
3: my mayonnaise. great aunt I, did that. I hate and it And because too, but... of that,
2: I cannot stand mayonnaise. My Aunt Reanie did the same thing. You've seen me do ridiculous things with a tuna salad sandwich, <laughs> right? <laughs> How many times have you seen me like sure. take... So because I like to, I like a tuna salad sandwich, sandwich every once in a while, but when they put extra mayonnaise on it drives oh, me crazy God. Yeah, and I'll worst. like ask be specific they still do it then I take all this time and make scenes wiping mayonnaise off of things Ugh. right because it, it's so disgusting.
1: My dad made me one as a kid and if I have leftover turkey from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. on bread with nothing but mayonnaise if I took a bite of that I will it will trigger my I will vomit Ugh. it will tr- I can't.
2: I, Why, because his made was such There's a bad sandwich?
1: I don't eat. No, it just was such a bad experience back then that it's still, oh. I haven't grown out of it.
2: Oh, yeah. One That's, time,
1: my great-grandma right made, we went to Coronado, drove all the way down. You know, it's in San Diego, basically. And <clears throat> we were all ha- at a picnic in the backyard eating this coleslaw. And I remember it was really mayonnaise Coleslaw is such a just...
2: It's just mayonnaise.
1: Cabbage-veiled excuse to drink mayonnaise. It's just a (laughs) mayonnaise vehicle. Yep. And cabbage, what is that? It's like water and mayonnaise, basically.
2: It's the hardest lettuce. And I
1: looked at my daddy's lip is bleeding. (laughs) And I spit out, there's glass in my mouth. My grandma (laughs) dropped the mayonnaise jar. No. And she's like 95. She's like, ah, it'll be fine. And she still made the uh, coleslaw with that mayonnaise. So we all had shards of glass. (laughs) Either in our mouth, no, I don't think anyone swallowed it yet.
0: Yeah, just chewed th- it up. I out. think
1: just on the heels of my sister, she hadn't used her hair dryer since Reagan, and turned on the hair dryer, and a giant fucking grasshopper leg that it was as long as my finger <laughs> caught on fire in the hair dryer because it was coils, and flew a flaming hair, flaming leg of a grasshopper was in my sister's hair, and she screamed. <laughs> it's worse than the time she had earthworms she had an earthworms in her hair and they were tangled in her hair that was actually horrifying
0: oh my god how trying to
1: pull it out and I was, the earthworm was snapping in half Ew. we camped in the backyard and worms got in her hair <laughs> it's still that one time I slid across the floor the wood floor and a splinter went into her foot <laughs> and it looked it was a, the half length of a baseball bat <laughs> And it went up in her foot. So many things (gasps) I've watched happen to my sister.
2: (laughs) Were you guys home alone? Sorry, Lisa. It was the two of you home We were
1: just doing risky business slides in our socks. Sure, sure, sure. With the music and everything. classic
2: move. I'm saying were you the only other person there when that happened?
1: Oh, when the splinter went in her foot? I don't know. Because I'm just saying, did you have
2: to yank it out? Yeah, like were you left to then deal with this horror show that like EMTs would bum out at?
1: I think I probably just went and hid. (laughs)
2: The gnarliest thing that happened to me is I got in a
3: gnarly bike accident. When my parents first got married, my mom first married my stepdad. We moved into his house, and it was at the, it had a really steep driveway. So I'm like, bike tricks all day. Mm-hmm. So I would just constantly ride my bike as fast as possible without, like, hands-free. Yeah, whatever. Like, any daring thing I could think of, I'm like, I'm going to do this. So one day when I was riding down it without my hands, it, it was in a big cul-de-sac, and I landed, and I flipped over... And I was screaming the whole time, clearly. I'm like, holy shit, screaming. So my mouth was still open when I hit the pavement. Nobody can see what I'm doing, but basically I slid face first on the pavement, mouth open, teeth, teeth to pavement, teeth to, that's why I saw have white marks on these teeth. I was like eight or nine, maybe, for an extended period of time. Just
2: sparks coming off my teeth. Someone <laughs> has to make a cartoon of gravel. this. I beg you, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> you care about me at all. <laughs> if you can make a cartoon it of was... eight, eight-year-old April Richardson who's sliding on her own teeth. <laughs> just ah, body spark.
1: scorpioned.
2: Yeah, so I'm like doing that. Feet above seat head. Feet above head. Fully flipped over.
3: So sparks. I and then I it <laughs> sparks. I had seat. to go inside. You guys, it's my entire face was just a scab. My mouth, everything, and my stepdad had to. I had to be mouth wide open, and he had to take Q-tips and pick gravel out of my gums. There was, like, gravel (laughs) stuck in my gums. (laughs) Not a lie. It was the (laughs) gnarliest day of my life. And I had to go to school for however long until my entire scabbed face healed. My lips were just a scab. It was so gross. gross. Gravel in the
1: gums. Only oh, like the lean. dentist from the Flintstones had to do Yeah, full-on
2: Q-tips just being like, let me get the last bits of uh, the, d- the dental assistant bird is picking gravel, that's going... I oh, a- hate
1: my job. What a, what
2: a-, what a living. It's yeah, a because living. I already <laughs> have... That's what they always said. It's hey, a it's
3: a paycheck, bub. Hey. Yeah, you can still <laughs> see yeah, the marks on my teeth, and that. I already have soft teeth anyway, and I used to chip them all the time as a kid and take my mom's nail file and straighten them out. What? <laughs> true. <laughs> totally true. They're fine now. They're perfect teeth. They're not perfect teeth. They're good teeth. The bottom of these two is, like, really rigid. Mm. But I chipped them all the time as kids, as a kid. And, like, if it got... Like, my tongue would be like, oh, that's weird. It's not smooth enough. And my tongue would kind of catch on it. So I'd be like, mom's nail file. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Go, go, go.
2: That is... I actually did that because I chipped this tooth on a beer bottle in high school. Hello. Oh. I told my mom I fell and hit it on the curb. Which I was just like, you, I know you're not believing this. But I can't tell you I chipped it on a beer bottle. And then I chipped my other tooth... On another beer bottle. Yeah. So that's were why Are you I, opening them with your teeth? No, one the first time it was high school senior trip in Tahoe. Me and my friend Patty Leoni, <laughs> this was such a good lesson to learn. We were Both singing into a beer bottle topper, just drunk, drunk in this house by the lake. And I, we were, I'm sure it was like something that a different part. So I kept, we were like grabbing the bottle away from Mm -hmm. each other to sing into the bottle at each other. I thought it was really funny. And then like we kept fighting harder. And then I was like really trying to pull it away and she just let go. And I just went, And like broke off <sighs> this part of my teeth. These
1: teeth stories are making me.
3: They're kind of rough. Well, yeah. after I did the bike thing, I had braces for like five years. Just a so, wincy I mean...
1: couple of stories. Now I'm going to describe my circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> for you fellas out
2: there. I don't, there's something to me about when you are perfectly healthy and fine in the in the today, being able to tell a story about some hideous shit that happened to totally. you as a kid, because. Like I remember anytime, like I, you know, anytime anything happened to me, like I beefed it on my bike constantly or, you know, there was the time I almost got hit by the car because our next door neighbor or across the street neighbor's. The guy was a trucker, the O'Hara's, and so they had this huge ha- semicircular driveway that he could p- pull a semi-truck into. Oh, right, into. yeah. And so we would drive in this big circle our little driveway and then their driveway. It made this big, huge circle going across that same road where no one drove by, but when they did, they were going 80 miles an hour. Sure. So— uh, one time we, I called my parents out with they had company over and they were like, watch us ride our bikes. We were like, I was probably five or six. Mm-hmm. And I was at the top of the O'Hara's looking down at my parents and I can see my mom going like this. But I wasn't like really paying attention because I'm trying to like get the speed up. Well, they could hear the car that was coming. Right. And I couldn't hear it and because it, I was on like gravel and tight ty- bi- you know, bike tires on gravel, whatever. And it basically went it either went me and then the car or the car then me but it literally was like fff, fff, like right. one then the other it was probably me then the car so the car literally didn't have time to break. it was and it was my parents and their friends and their friends like parents seats for this sitting there watching and my dad grabbed me i didn't even know the car was there it was it was uh. that fast and that close and i was just like what happened my dad As I pulled into our driveway, I never slowed down. My dad picked me up off the bike and slapped me on the ass really hard. Of course, which was super embarrassing. And then later came to find out. To let you know. (laughs) Never do that again. Right. Because I never even looked. I didn't, you know, this. it was like all clear on I-80. See,
3: it's stories like that that make me second guess ever being able to be a parent.
2: Seriously. Oh, I, I, or like the idea if I
3: have a kid and the kid comes in like, hey, you got to chip this growl out of my teeth. They'll be like, you're on your <laughs> own, kid. Get out of here. Like, that's gross. I can't look at that. Like, yeah. You would I wouldn't very be gross. able to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's horrifying. I always, that's, those are my nightmares. I think about my teeth falling out. Mm-hmm. And then during the day, just awake mares, I think about getting hit by cars all the time. Yeah. Like I'll just flash I just think about it.
3: But see, you're living my nightmares because my nightmares are getting bit by spiders in oh, my that, sleep. Oh,
2: it's not so bad. <laughs> so <laughs> look. You're here it's to tell fine. me that you can triumph. Yeah. Did you even look up on the internet what that specific oh, that, pattern is? We all know
1: that's not what you're supposed to do with any medical problem. <sighs> you don't go online.
2: That's true.
1: You go to a dermatologist okay. and they's like, uh, yeah, it looks like you got bit by a spider. Unfortunately, your insurance doesn't kick in until you pay $9,000, but here's some antibiotics you maybe need or not need. Did you say it was worse the other day? Huh, it's getting better. I don't know why you came in. Well, you're an idiot, and uh, what's that patch on your head? Now that's interesting. Now there's cancer. Now that is not alopecia. I watched uh, Lethal Weapon the other night, and uh, man, that Mel Gibson had tons of alopecia patches like me, just all over his head. Really? His hair is all wild and.
2: Right. What yeah, do you mean, like just, just a bald patch? Like
1: the, you know, yeah, I have this one up here, and that's weird.
2: This per- y- I've seen never his, seen that. His perfect circle bald patch. <gasps> I've ne- Chris. I've per- never seen that. It's
1: weird, and white hair. have been putting Bosley Institute stuff on it, and it's <laughs> just growing in a white tuft of hair. <laughs> I mean, that's... Isn't it weird? Chris
2: has a secret tiny monk patch. Oh, yes, yeah, because it's one day at
3: work, I, I knew about it the entire time. I just thought you knew about it. And then one day at work, I said something about it, and Chris was like, what are you talking about? And yeah. I'm like, you have a little quarter-sized, perfect yeah. circle
2: bald spot. And he was and like, then what? I, I went
1: to my hair cutter, and he was like, yeah, I've known about that you forever.
2: Told me too. <laughs> I just thought you knew.
1: No, it's... Yeah, well, maybe Well, it also doesn't make knows. sense
2: because you have the densest... You have the yeah. most hair of anybody.
1: I don't... It's still... I mean it still falls out. It's just dense follicles in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's just individually. it's supposed
3: to fall a perfect out, perfect circle.
1: My hair never used to. I could pull on it, but now, yeah, I run my hair hands through. My, yeah. My, I run my hair through my fingers. It's,
2: <laughs> it's, it's a, a better way. way. a it, problem. It's the better way. Yeah.
1: And now, yeah, I don't know what. But yeah, Mel Gibson.
2: <laughs> Alopecia spots. Yeah,
1: all over. And he became a star. Um. <laughs>
2: That's not the end of the
3: story. Yeah, that's not the lesson you should learn from Mel Gibson. <laughs> you know what?
1: It's weird in that movie. There's some improv lines, and uh, the they're all ra- yeah. yeah, he says something. That an Asian guy is about to torture him, and he says, uh, "Who, who, who's the Chin or, or chant I don't know what he Beaner. Yeah, basically <laughs> the Asian equivalent of that
2: right. on on a movie. Yes. Well back then And they
1: kept it in. Yeah. You see,
2: back then that was not a big deal at all. There's I mean, also
1: a scene where these little kids are playing, they got to check out some guy's house, it blows up and then so they're interrogating these cute little kids and and uh, they're describing the guy's tattoo and then it's the same as Mel Gibson's and so the story gets thicker. You eventually find out it's Gary Beauty. But anyway, mm. these kids they're these cute little black kids and then they're like, Um, we heard the cops shoot black people and he was like, looks over at the other. Co- this is in Lethal Weapon. Right. He's like, oh, no, no, okay, go play now. Like, it was like a weird what? moment in it. Yeah, you have to. I wanted to. Was like, Danny
2: Glover in the scene?
1: Yes, he was the one asking them questions. Oh, and, and then, then the out little kid said that to Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: haven't watched it that's, in forever. That's Me- actually meaningful. Yeah, I haven't watched it since I, I wanted was a little kid.
1: to uh, grab a clip of it. Maybe I will. It's on Netflix.
2: That's amazing.
1: It is amazing. Cause he acts awkward because he's next to a bunch of white dudes. Yeah, and he's like, let's not talk about that ever. Not for a few le- years at least. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll be talking about it pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Well. I mean, not that we have to go into talk about that. I don't feel like I.
2: I watched a
3: documentary on Netflix. I'm sad.
1: That's all.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else there is
2: to say about that. Other like, what can we say as white people? We can support. Yeah we support Mm -hmm. um should i tell the story about our text exchange yes please mine and yours yes which one april i don't know what the story is (laughs) if there was a there was a protest a peaceful (laughs) (laughs) vigil there was at pan pacific park um yesterday and april texts me and goes hey should we go to this and it's a little flyer for you know like it's a peaceful it's a peaceful protest for the shootings and the stuff whatever and i said this is going to sound so lame but i have to podcast then and she writes back okay that's cool i'll tell all the black people (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. and i laughed so fucking hard it's so true yeah sorry i'm sorry (laughs) that basically the revolution has begun and that people are standing up for your rights but I have to go podcast. Sorry. You no, know, I was just uh, kidding. Uh, no, it was the perfect you know, joke. Sorry. I was just it's kidding. Perfect, it was the perfect joke. a perfect
1: joke for <laughs> our podcast, one of the widest podcasts out there.
2: <laughs> Baron Vaughn was our second guest.
1: Yeah, come on. So that
2: counts. Yeah. Yes. That was in 1997.
1: Yeah, we have to have him back. Well, I got to go downtown and uh, do a comedy concert.
2: Oh, know? yeah. How long are we way over? Yeah, yes. Doing- Aaron's like, get me out of here.
1: Thank uh, you, Aaron. Thank you, April. <laughs> sure. Sorry, I was late. I'm a terrible driver. It's okay. Not the best person.
2: I think it worked out. This was a this was a fun <laughs> thematic show.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I pray. I'm. Hey, my favorite. Uh, just don't do it with your friends. Do it with strangers, and don't do it with frozen bagels. But it's always great when someone calls your landline if you still have one, and you just pick up and go karate school. <laughs> That's what. David Huntsberger. We had a landline because it came with our internet. So whenever it rang, it's like, oh boy. And he'd run over and go, karate school. <laughs> karate. And they're like, oh, Every Wednesday's. time? He didn't change yeah. it up? No, it was always karate school. That <laughs> <I> was <laughs> the best one. It's, so why? It's
2: so good because you don't have to name a karate school. No. There's just the one in your town. Karate school.
1: That's <laughs> great. Uh, I, I guess I have the wrong number.
2: That's a good one. Wait, should we pl- can we plug Business Class for this coming month? Sadly, Chris Fairbanks will not be yeah, gotta, at the upcoming Business Class day after yeah, tomorrow.
1: Always, or, I mean, or yeah. right now
2: Wednesday, July eleventh. Mm-hmm. No, thirteenth. Thirteenth. It's always the thirteenth. Yeah,
3: you're breaking your. St- you were going to be the one dude who's on every show.
2: Yeah, you're in
1: demand. There. You got to go out there. You
2: got to stack that paper. You've Got to get out there. Yeah, do
1: it. Hit the bricks. Do it. Toss some papers on some porches. No. I have a paper out.
2: <laughs> oh, so Chris has to go t- does do his papers, But if you want to please come, this will be the improv lab ten p m Wednesday, July thirteenth. yes, April Richardson, mm-hmm. Karen Kilgariff hosting business class and some some great comedy luminaries such as Blaine Cappat will be there. Yes, That's great. Um, one of the funniest comics ever. Yes. Uh Chris Hardwick will be there. Terrific. Everybody knows him and everybody loves him. Yes. Um Jay Weingarten will be there again. Ooh, I don't
1: like him. <laughs> I just kidding. <laughs> Thought I'd throw one of those in. Fun,
2: fun. <laughs> to change it up. Yep. Uh uh Ahmed Weinberg is gonna be. There.
1: Oh, I'm back in. I like yes. him.
2: Ja Pope is in. gonna be there. Oh ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. It's a really good show. Fun. Well I'll go to that.
1: Thanks for going to this with your ears.
2: Yep, you came on down with your ears.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you and you get a leave with them too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> listening to Do you need a ride? D Y N A R. Are
0: you leaving? Or are you on your way back home? Either way, we wanna be there. Doesn't matter. Us time and date, terminal and gate. We wanna send you off in style. We wanna welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Now form. <laughs>